Salutations, this is Cage's Kiss, and we're the ultimate tit-rocking podcast on Nicolas Cage, where we glean every kernel corn of wisdom we can from his crap this week. And I will not acknowledge this film now because I, I don't I don't want to acknowledge that it exists. It doesn't exist. It was a dream. Uh, today we're going to talk about the fetish called Sounding. Which you can Google on your own. Um, Um, Yeah. Uh, Sounding. It's where you take this uh, large metal shark or something. And you stick it up your... Shut the fuck up, man! No, we're not doing that. We're... No, 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 no. Yes, yes, we are. Okay, (laughs) what's your name this week? Shutting it down. We are. So you, oh. what movie are so, we talking about? No, what's your? We, we <sighs> haven't got to our names yet. We're anonymous. Urethra, we don't have name? names. We don't have. My name is Urethra. Okay. Urethra okay. Urethra. Mama. You're Urethra Franklin, <laughs> and and uh, I'm I'm a member of the New American government, and I'm gonna come to take your child to New Eden and like uh, get a box of their teeth later. Or I'm Adrian. Why is Crawler this happening? Teeth. My name is Linda, uh, but this week I'm dying, uh, but uh, I, I guess I'm a humane cheese this week, uh, so I'm, I, I'm like a vegan fake cheese. Yeah, I'm like melt. Those are yeah. That is not a humanity cheese. That is mankind's fake cheese. Your mom's a fake cheese. <laughs> That's your mom too, Jacob Jingleheimer. All right, then your father, stupid. <laughs> Who let you in? <laughs> so we're talking about hum- the humanity, huge manatee. The huge Bureau. manatee bureau. <laughs> God, that would be so much better. It's, it's no, real. It is it one. There's, there's, the, there's the tobacco chewing gas station guy. He's a friggin' manatee. Fucking fat Everyone, bastard oh, with his crush. Oh, you mean the guy what, what, that was why? like drooling the tobacco and when yeah, he yeah, it, yeah. They the, the, the hideous for him. tobacco monster who, for no reason <laughs> at all, decides to sacrifice himself. Tobacco monster. <laughs> so uh, we're watching a bona fide American movie uh, this week. You know, it's as American as uh, Brian Adams and Corey Hart. It's uh, as American as William Shatner. Yeah, it was right. made in fucking Canada. It's uh, as American as Shame Justin Bieber you. and Mike Myers. Yep. Shame on Canada. <laughs> Shame <laughs> on you. Shame. Uh, All of you. <laughs> you know what you did. You started this war. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, so yeah. That's the episode. Um, I, well, I, I am delighted to report that this, this of the four movies from 2017, the cage did, this is my favorite. What? And why is that? Because everything what? he did in 2017 was shit. And this one is at least hilarious. No, tell no, us why not. you told us, you told myself and Linda why yes. tell our listeners the exact reason why because you enjoy this, is, this because Cage has made so many shitty wannabe B movies no. over the course oh, no. of his career, especially over no, the no, no, 2010s. That's not what you told us. That's not what you said at all. Yeah, that's what I thought. What, what, what did I say? Did I say that I was sounding you, at the time and I climb no. all over the screen? <laughs> You were saying it made you pee. It made you go tinkle at your yeah, ding Yeah, it makes people pee. It's really funny. You're going to wet the bread. This movie will rust your bed springs. It'll make you pee. Listening to the no B-note makes you shit yourself, but it doesn't mean I want to listen to it. Well, yeah, but yeah, but the, the, yeah, the, well, the, brown note's the other end of the spectrum. We're on the yellow note here. That's a more positive. <laughs> It's only a few inches from the other note. This is yeah, but yeah, but uh, ah, but in that inches, it's like miles different. Dude, it's it like wasn't a journey. even so bad. It made me laugh. Like it was just you, ne- it you was never you never laughed. Really, it never the, crossed okay, over. I, they're they're bouncing around on their green screen El Camino, and he has his phone <laughs> telling him about the fuel tanks being damaged. He's like, "Uh, redirect fuel to alternate fuel tank." <laughs> I laugh. It's like a okay. little kid making a movie with somebody shaking the Dodge, and they're like talking into their like GI Joe walkie talkie. 
I legitimately laughed like Arthur Arthur Fleck in The Joker, all right? Like, I lost my mind at the end when the kid jumps oh, wait, off of wait. the pier recreating the tell... Lakeshore Productions. Oh, <laughs> yes! Right? That's what I was thinking, too. I and literally then, thought it was going to cut and say up. Lakeshore Entertainment, and I just started laughing like Arthur fucking Fleck. I just <laughs> lost my yeah, shit. Yeah, no, and then it goes into the Orion logo. Yeah. Yeah. Then the into paramount pictures right yeah um does either do either one of you want to uh uh give a summary of this not it oh not i got it. a summary for you okay so it's the not too distant future right um and so there's been an environmental 20, 30, disaster 20 30 what something Right. There, there ain't really any lakes anymore, you understand. So you can't really go bass fishing or catch a great northern as such. Uh, so what happened is uh, the government uh, gave all the power to something called the Humanity Bureau to conserve the resources. So uh, if people aren't being too productive, if their uh, productivity rating uh, gets too low, uh, they send a guy in an El Camino on by to their hotel room to uh, to look at their situation. And uh, if their situation don't add up quite right, well, they get sent to New Eden. And, uh, you know, it's a whole new life there in the offshore colonies, or uh, or so we think. Uh, and uh, Cage likes fishing, and he likes Monet paintings. Um, but uh, most of all, uh, he likes finding his long-lost son. Uh, but uh, the Humanity Bureau is going to take him away, so he has to go oh, on the run. See, But we're not supposed to know that he's his son. <laughs> right. No, we, fi- we, we <laughs> find that one out later. <laughs> Yep. Spoiler. Yep. Spoiler. <laughs> yep. The red freckled kid who doesn't normally wear shoes or eat lunch turns out to be Cage's kid. Oh God! Wait a minute. The You're not his mother. You're not the, the one I had like sex with. Matches in his car. <laughs> yeah. yeah what, no. uh, <laughs> uh, hello. I said hello. Why'd you roll me a roll of toilet paper like that doesn't fit you. the toilet paper dispenser? <laughs> I don't like giants. Native Americans told me the truth of the world. I like fire because it's bright. But they so, weren't uh, real uh, Native spoiler. Americans. In, in New Eden, it turns out it's not It's not like when they send you uh, to America in, in, uh, in parts of the Clonus Horror. No, it turns out they just cremate you. Yeah. No, it's a they, it's a kind of a holocaust, you know. But the New Eden thing's largely off screen because the budget, while it's not reported, was probably about five thousand bucks. Uh, I was gonna say at least an Arby's meal. Yeah, but uh, no, I uh, I, uh, I, f- I found out some tidbits about this production though. Um, did you? I did indeed. Yes, I did. Oh, um, sure. So so this is our our sci fi uh, um, our epic sci fi action thriller with a heart. Um, so, uh, first off, uh, this did get a theatrical release in one country. What? Yeah. On January 4th, 2018, uh, uh, this, this thing went to theaters in the United Arab Emirates (laughs) as usual. Um, I, I think maybe every straight to video movie goes, goes to theaters over there, but, uh, it made $58,000 in the theaters there. And then it made another $60,000 on DVD and Blu-ray. That's a profit for this film. Yeah, it, prob- it probably mm. is. Um, and because uh, I can't imagine Cage demanded too large a fee. Um, and uh, so <laughs> it, it, this, so this was up against Jumanji, a Jumanji sequel and an Insidious sequel. Um, so a uh, cu- couple, of, couple of things on this. Uh, so Cage did have Both an excuse for being in it. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as usual, Cage had an excuse for being in it. Um. Yeah. There's a, there's a making diarrhea. up featurette in the in the DVD. <laughs> no. No. We said he wanted to work again in science fiction because science fiction is the best friend, the best ally, the best advocate to freedom of speech. How what? high was he? Um. I don't know, but I think so. Uh. He said a was little bit more. Was he levels? Or basically. Was he Adrian what? Level? Well. Okay. Okay. This. This is. This is. Uh. You know. So this movie. You know. That's between me. Thank <laughs> God. I don't know what's going you on. You don't get so to decide that. stop taking credit for it. <laughs> Your pills are forbidden. <laughs> so, so being that this was uh, made in late 2017 and a certain person took office at the beginning of 2017, uh, I think Cage uh, did this as a political statement. Uh, what was there the, political stuff in this film? I well, didn't yeah, notice. When oh, they get when, the reason people don't flee north to Canada from New America 
was was that uh, there's supposed to be radiation from this exploded nuclear power plant. But when they get up there, they get the Geiger counter and find out there's no real radiation. And it's just there to deter people from leaving. And, and he says, well, it's easier to create fear than it is to build a wall. A yes. wall. Get it? And wink, so wink, wink, wink. McGee in, uh, in the trivia section for IMDb. Yeah, no, I saw that. listing too. that as trivia. They say the dialogue can't just be a coincidence. Yeah, no, yeah, it's like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Like, are you <laughs> global warming me? that we are ignoring under this administration? <laughs> it's Michael Moore's The Humanity Bureau. I think there was one piece in the the trivia section. I don't know why I bother looking at the trivia other than to just well, like entertain they, they, the hell they out of me. They let anybody update that now, so you know it's not really worth mm-hmm. it. That's true. But what did you see in the trivia? Oh, um, there was one person who mentioned that uh, John Huston's character played, or John Huston played a, a character of the same name in, oh, in Chinatown. Uh, Chinatown. And both concerned water. Yeah, mm. yeah, because Los Angeles doesn't have its own water supply. They get they get it brought in via the uh, via the yes. aqueduct. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, which you know, yeah, sure, think- you know, it's a it's a smart reference. Um, and then one so- person said it's the first Nicolas Cage science fiction movie since Knowing. Like, oh, well, that's trivial. <laughs> Thank you. You know, that that one's not great, but it's better than the usual IMDb trivia. Like, did you know yeah. that Nicolas Cage's name is Nicholas and he played a character named Nicholas? Or did you know <gasps> this movie was released in 1994 and it runs 99 minutes? Did you know that? And it's like this is shit is that's blown. on the main page. Did you know that the title of the Humanity Bureau is the Humanity Bureau? There was actually something of somewhat value um, where they said that uh, somebody said that the uh, closing credit song. This this actually is trivia. Oh um, yeah, I've got that on there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the closing I've, I've, credit I've, song I've, is uh, sung by the the um or actually written guy. by the yeah the guy who created the uh, agent Adam Westinghouse. Uh, the yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. The, the actor Hugh Dillon there. Uh, uh, he's in a band called Headstones, Hugh and he's Dillon. from Canada. Uh, and uh, he was in the Ginger Snaps prequel. Uh, he was in the Trailer <laughs> yeah. Park Boys yep. movie. Yeah. Yeah, yep, Trailer Park Boys movie, and uh, he was also in that remake of Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yeah, I but, still, uh, I oh god, I'm never gonna remember him as anything else other than the guy holding peanut butter and jelly to his face, Razdauer. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got, I've got, I've got a bit of a little bit of an explanation here uh, about about the movie, though. Uh, apparently, where they were shooting in Canada, it was in an area that does not typically snow. Right. Okay. Like it's it's an area where usually it'll snow a little bit and then it'll be like gone in a day. So it's not known for its snow. However, there was a freak Arctic vortex while they were shooting there. Oh, <laughs> shit. So what that's 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 why the desert motif goes away and all of a sudden everything's covered in snow. <laughs> I was wondering um, about that. Um. Although uh, I, the, the uh, it's the. the so the opening scene of the movie, right? This is supposed to be an uh, an ecologically destroyed America. <laughs> the opening scene of the movie is set in Nevada, and it's like, well, Nevada's kind of mm-hmm. desolate anyway. Like, couldn't mm-hmm. you have chosen something else? Like, couldn't you have claimed that that was, you know, I don't know, like like uh, Oregon, you know, something? You know? Yeah, it's also but, um, our first opening shot of what to expect with the movie, with really bad rear screen projection of an entire uh- car. <laughs> Except for the front end of the car. <laughs> Not since the 50s have there been th- this fake of a driving scene. Um, but uh, no, another, okay, w- w- really fucking weird thing. He may as well thing. have been turning the, the wheel left and yeah. right. Like, no, he kind of was, though. His fake yeah. driving is hilarious. But, uh, Even when no. there's cars that aren't behind him, he looks, oh my god, there's a car behind us. Like, where? But you know what the weird <laughs> thing is, though, is that this movie was shot uh, in, in 360 degrees. This movie was shot in, for, in an IMAX-like format. It was supposed to be in a theater setup with three screens because there was a oh, format yeah. called Barco Escape, and it yeah. has this camera with lenses on all sides. Uh, and it, and uh, this is not the only movie made in it, but there it's a very short list. Um, the filmmakers kept referring to it as, as the future and virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Barco Escape debuted in 2014 and went out of business in 2018. 
Um, there were some major movies made in this format and actually theatrically displayed in the format. Uh, Star Trek Beyond was one of them. And uh, the first two Maze Runner movies. Oh. Uh, the other ones were not so famous. There was another Canadian science fiction movie done in this format, too. I guess they thought it was the future. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, it was, I think I think it's only like a dozen movies in general, in, in, all, all told. So it's, it's really weird, though, because, you know, we're getting we're getting, you know, we're, we're getting the, the video presentation here and they can't display it that way. So they had to select like whichever whichever portion of that 360 view, I guess. It's supposed to be really hard to shoot, too, because usually a movie has things like crew. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lighting, people that care, talent. I'm wondering <laughs> if that if that explains uh, uh, why 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 uh, in in general there's such poor shot composition and stuff like that. I feel like the 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 actors were talented. I you know I don't feel like were there was they? any um, shortcoming there. Well, um, on the actors. Um, well, okay, okay. okay actually, so much, actually yeah. let me let me let me let me bring up one of the actors actually. Um, because uh, they have a special credit that I think you'll both appreciate. Because um, um, Sarah Lind is from Saskatchewan. Oh. Yep, I got her credit. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, no. So you know that she was in Wolf Cop. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She was uh, and in she Wolf was Cop. Uh, she was on the Fargo TV series. Yep. And uh, oddly series. enough, uh, she was in the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Yeah, she played with Bob's so... girlfriend. <laughs> she was born in 1982, one week before me. Good for oh. her. Yeah, yeah. So we we bros, you know, we hang out. <laughs> so how captivated were you when Westinghouse was swimming and asked the other agent <laughs> to swim with him, and he's playing splashy splashy with him? <laughs> And the other agent is just staring at him. He's like, come on, get in the pool. Uh, I can't swim. I'll drown. That's agent a possibility. And I think that's supposed to hit home that like that like they're decadent bastards. And like, even yeah. though water's almost gone, like this asshole swimming in the pool full of it. He's like, I can't swim. Nobody can swim. He's like, I can swim. Ha 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 ha. I'm kind wealthy. of like Nick Cage playing with a fly fishing lure and, and putting a fish hook in a Monet. In a Monet. Yeah. 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 It's like, it's like, oh, I don't, God. I don't know what you're doing there, movie, but that's, that's, that's just See, a special kind I of stupid. I feel like it has strong <laughs> actors, strong, talented actors well, that are just doing uh, the best they, they can with just this shitty you know, ass dialogue. Uh, I, I exactly what you, I'm not exactly I'm, what you said is exactly what some actor says on every set of every asylum movie ever made. <laughs> you know, uh, well, well, no, you, you made the point earlier that the asylum movies uh, usually care a little bit more uh, than this one. But the trouble with this yeah. one, I think, is a is a is a cross up of intentions. Uh, because I, I, I enjoyed it for everything unintentional. Uh, it, and, uh, it, 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 it's, it's obviously too ambitious for its budget because the humanity bureau, like their headquarters is like one call center with like, with like a monitor. Uh, huge vanity, please. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, and people, <laughs> and, uh, they have, they have, uh, in their power, a CGI drone. That's not really theirs. And a couple of SUVs. <laughs> It was so real. And like like three guys with machine guns. Yeah, no, well, I I think this was exactly as good as Interstellar. Um, uh, (laughs) But uh, because hashtag I hate Christopher Nolan. (laughs) You know, when even his drone looks that He does hate me. If he didn't hate me, he wouldn't have all that fuck awful dialogue in his movies. But the uh, drone in Interstellar cost more than this whole movie and its cast. (laughs) So speaking of brilliant and Gifted auteurs, director mm-hmm. Rob W. King, who is from Michigan, uh, uh-huh. he did a John you Cusack do a accent. What? Yeah, he's got a Michigan accent. Yeah. yeah, no, he did a John Cusack and Christina Ricci movie called Distorted, um, which also he, stars uh, Agent Porter, Vicelius Shannon. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, a, a lot of Rob King's pals hang out with him and do multiple movies. But uh, he did a Stacy Keach historical movie called Tokyo Trial. Um, which I read about it and like the history of it seems interesting. The title's still bad. Nobody's going to watch that. Uh, and, uh, so he did, he's done a lot of TV. He's worked a lot in Canada and he's usually a co-director. There's usually somebody else with him, but he's flying solo on this one. Bad boy. Yeah. No, <laughs> hey, that's dangerous there. Are you sure you don't want somebody helping you out? You know, know like training so wheels. Funny to me. I can film this on my own. Okay, maybe one day. Uh, we'll see. 
I'm a director. My I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up to the roof in my new boots, and I'm gonna put this bird back in the nest. I can do what I want. I'm gonna jump on this El Camino, and I'm a little boy, and I get skin knees, and I ride tricycles, and and I'm a free spirit. Can I see your gun? I want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> no, the man's going to take us kid, away. We won't be um, able to live on the farm. The kid is the one of the only Lucas. people who got work outside of Canada. Uh, he's played by Jacob Davies, who also, yep. uh, you may know him as Pinocchio in Once Upon a Time. And he oh, was God. also in This Means War mm-hmm. with uh, Chris Pine. Oh, God. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think maybe he thinks Chris Pine, Chris Pine is Pine. dreamy. I'm drinking I mean, Canada Dry that. right now, by the way. Uh, I'm drinking a splash of Diet Canada, Canada Dry. So, so, uh, so <laughs> the, 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 since, since it's about fatherhood and Nicolas Cage movies are always about being a father, what? uh, we got, sure, why not? Uh, <laughs> you, sure. you got, you got the thing where you got the over emotive soundtrack. And the main theme to the movie, I don't know, most people are probably not going to know this. I know I'm full of esoteric shit, but like the main theme to the movie, to me, oddly enough, sounded remarkably like the song Crawling Back by Tall Stories, which had uh, frontman Steve Ajiri, who was in Journey briefly. Oh, yeah. 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 You you know Journey, don't lie. I freaking love Journey. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. Your soul is dead. <laughs> so, God damn um, right it is. <laughs> I'm going to assume you two, since you guys were so wrapped and uh, paying a lot of attention to our science fiction epic, I was wondering oh, if God, you could yeah. tell me what the deal was with the fake eyeball. I know his eye was put out, but he's just wearing a high, an eye patch the whole movie. Maybe uh, you can tell me what the fuck was the deal with the goddamn kid being so eccentric about his performance? You okay, know, his no, what, recital no. where he just says <laughs> well, part of the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, no, and then he and pauses then long enough to get, to get these uh, Yesajiro Ozu-sized shots <laughs> of the weeks. mother and then Cage. Like, oh, I pledge allegiance to the flag. <gasps> Nicholas Cage! Oh, uh, uh, of the United States of America. The flag's being projected at me. That's the country I'm in right now. Yeah, it took him three weeks to prepare for that. And the mom did not want to leave New Eden for New Eden until he had that. Well, you know, three weeks. It's harder to remember stuff in the future, uh, you know, because uh, brain cells are in short supply. And some people well, uh, sell black hmm. market brain cells, you know, but that's illegal. <laughs> and it did seem like the kind of neighborhood where, like she said, people have to borrow shoes and laces. And well, you know, two meals back in the day, that. you used to eat your neighbors, so it's better now. I yeah. think. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The realistic version of this, though, is that she would have been a lot more white trash, and she would have been like, "Oh mm. no, the president's looking out for us. America's coming back." <laughs> I would have thought I'd been more like, man, I suck your dick. You let us stay here. <laughs> I'll make it worth your while. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like there's there's one part that I did actually laugh at. Um, Just where, one? Yeah. Um, actually, no, there were there this were two. Chair is there saturated. Were, I was peeing the whole time. There were two See, parts where I laughed. Uh, the first one being when uh, the kid is sleeping in the back seat and um, and Rachel tells him, that, tells Nicolas Cage's character that you could tell he's dreaming and he's twitching. <laughs> and I was like, like a fucking dog? Yeah, no, no, that's, no. When that happened, I literally said, it's like, oh, is Rex chasing is chasing rabbits. <laughs> Her- See, that's why he only gets two meals a day because he has to catch them. And that's why he's not used to wearing shoes. Her her son's a fucking fucking feral wolf child. (laughs) You don't make fun of Soda Pop. (laughs) Why why are you letting him play with coyotes and wolves? Well, they can raise him better than I know how to, mister. There's still some spam crust. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because the uh, the woman that uh, Cage's character hooked up with uh, to make she the wanted bebe, to sell him. <laughs> oh, yeah, wanted to sell him. Wanted yeah. to sell her child. So, so the fake uh, Rachel uh, bought I him, but there weren't any pop stars and- around to sell the child to. <laughs> <laughs> 
Epstein was dead already. (laughs) (laughs) I hear Brian Singer's coming to town later. (laughs) Things are looking up. Oh my! But if I can, uh, if I can uh, give the spoiler for the ending, do it. um, The. The uh, part where I laughed the hardest, the only other part, was when (laughs) Rachel gets shot in the head. When everybody gets (laughs) shot directly in the middle of the forehead. There are three, I think, there's like, what, three on-screen kills in this movie, and they're all people getting shot right in the forehead. Yeah. Yes. And I was telling, I was like screaming at the the movie, like, don't you fucking dare take it back. Don't you dare take it back. (laughs) (laughs) And then, big spoiler, Cage gets shot in the head. In the exact same way. I literally yelled out, yes! (laughs) This must be the future, because you have guns that can't miss, because at the beginning, Cage is doing, at the motel, doing his Humanity Bureau thing, with the guy who's supposed to be the former governor of Colorado, and now has plates in the sink covered in maggots. Uh, You know, again, it's like, oh, it's a lucky shot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ate the White House once, and it was a pretty good meal, and it shows a black and white photo of a young version of the guy (laughs) sitting next to Mm -hmm. Trump, and I'm thinking, like, so you ate at the Trump White House, so was it uh, McDonald's chicken nuggets, or was it KFC that day? (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there's, besides him, there's a... I don't know. You guys, like, I don't even know where to fucking start with this. I mean, like, well, like I said, I, when, like when they got shot, green, I was just like, please don't. It's so I, Oh, I, I know. Well, don't but, forget. Don't forget the movie doesn't outright end there. Because it's no, like. No, we it's gotta like, bring the natives back. It's, like, it's the straight to video The Road. Because then, then, yes. then he finds, then he finds the resistance, and uh, and uh, it turns out that his lucky rabbit's foot that the kid has around his neck the whole movie. Cage hid the fucking SIM card for his shitty three uh, D holographic phone in there, and it's like, did you know that New Eden's really death camps? Yeah, be scared, be very scared. And, yeah, they ripped and, off the fly with that. Yeah, so they <laughs> they leak they leak this to the underground. Yeah, yeah, fuck the police. Yeah, so that that then the revolution happens, and I I don't know if they use stock footage. It looked like it, but you, knowing that it's <laughs> this that it's this it format, totally looked like it. I'm wondering if the poor bastards actually had to go and shoot that stuff. Uh, I, it I looks don't, like I'm, some of it was from Mexico. Like, yeah, no, it, pro- it probably was. It probably overthinking yeah. it, but I'm thinking like, did you have to convert that to the format? Like if you if I saw this in the um, theater, would it be like watching like YouTube in like two thousand five with like giant pixels? Well, you also said the holographic recording, which was played on an old style analog TV set. Um, <laughs> I gotta join Linda because I actually I spaced out for like eighty percent of what was going on because it was just so. Bad. Well, I mean, I don't blame you for missing things. I tend to miss things too. Yeah. That's why. That's why I but have to watch these multiple times. Um, I won't ever again. Period. I'm actually going to go fine. into that for my wisdom too. I just like <laughs> the thing that made me laugh because Linda had it spot on when she laughed and said cheered when Nick Cage died. That was the perfect time for my mind to snap back and go, "Oh shit, that's right. I'm watching a movie," because. When before Nick Cage gets shot, the part more my mind snapped back on was when Agent Westinghouse or whatever fucking name was <laughs> is like growling at him. He's like, "It's blank," and then Nick Cage smiles and bam, gets shot in the head. I'm like that was fucking awesome. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck led up to that, but holy shit, like it's blank. Pow! And then the but fucking then was- kid picks up rocks and starts yeah, chucking yeah, them the at the back and chucks a rocket. Is no again like a lot of the movies we've seen. This is like a movie you make yourself, where it's like ah, mm-hmm. ah, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you. What do I have on hand? Ray gun? Oh no, rocks. Okay, got it. It's the future though. Just keep in mind, everybody, it's still the future. But I was thinking, yes. like, this is a sci-fi, so, like, I, I was just waiting for them to pull out what the fuck ever from their pockets and be like, well, they're not right. really dead. So like, that's why I was yelling at the screen, yeah. like, don't you well, fucking dare you know, take it back. If, don't if you it had been dare. more ambitious, they probably would have had some shit like that. It's like, oh, they say this is magic. And then, it like, like mm. there's, like, a, a CGI uh, a made out of numbers magic. Native American ghost that comes and, like, puts its hand in cage. 
page. Call him up. But no, no, and people at home, oh, this God. is like the last chase meets the final sacrifice. Yeah. It is in the I proud mean, tradition of zero budget Canadian science fiction movies hmm. like Battle Queen 2020, Starship Invasions. This is like if the guys who made the movie Things had an actual budget. <laughs> And still oh, couldn't make oh something my God. good. Oh, dude, I wish Barry J. Gillis had made this. <laughs> yeah. I, I, my, my son like just got like shot. your neighbor would have made. No, you guys, I was just trying to ease the tension. Ease oh, the tension, God. you jerk. The fucking kids who spent 10, 20, 30 years of their lives recreating scene by scene the Raiders of the Lost Ark put more effort and heart into that movie than this movie did got and deserved. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you said that. Cause I was thinking the whole time, like Nicholas cage deserves so much fucking better than this. Uh, he's <laughs> like, all the way down there. It's, yeah, he's just admitting someone, it now. It's so honest. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like when people thought Richard Simmons was being held against his will, it's like you're watching this and you just want to go, is Nicolas Cage okay? And you want to ask him, it's like, are you okay, Nick? Tell me if you're okay. I don't think he was held against his will. I think they determined that he was just, he didn't want to talk to anybody. Yeah. Are you saying I mean, that sad. Rob W. King is a smooth criminal? Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of sad, but it's like we've reached the point in his career where you could very much see the college humor joke they made where his agent is mm. listing off movies that he's not even getting into the plot of. And Nick Cage is immediately like, I'll do it. Like, yeah. But but you don't know what it's about. It's like, right. Right. But I'll do it. No. Okay. No. All right. Let's go to the next one. All right. I'll do it. <laughs> no, just stop. Stop, please. I would be very interested to find out if there was a project he'd ever turned down. Well, he yeah, did turn down ours. that one to play Fu Manchu. Oh, wait, that's right, right. But that was to do a better thing. (laughs) Yeah. He also uh, turned down uh, the opportunity to play Shrek. Yeah, that's true. He did. Yeah, there were were a couple of things. Speaking of Canada. Oh, Oh, Canada. So back to the sounding fetish. We actually love you and we're just upset that you you get a couple of them in there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, no, dude. I mean, Corey Hart's bitching. I'm just saying. Like, yeah, there's the I underground resistance, and 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 Cage finds on the matchbook where it says "Never surrender." <laughs> Never yeah, surrender. And if you run, won't take you home. Corey Hart's rad as fuck, man. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. I'm just so saying, don't push the blade on the man in shades, you know. Did you learn anything else from watching the That was that was the that was the big thing there. Um the the so the producers and the director kept getting on uh saying that they wanted people to know that it wasn't just a big action movie, but it had heart. It was an action. It movie. wasn't an action movie. It, they they <laughs> thought that, okay, okay, no but action. no, you guys yeah, saw rage and shit, right? The idea is is that if people get shot mm-hmm. a couple of times, if people are technically on the run for part of it, and if a car flips over at one point, it's an action movie. Well, then in that case, there's a bunch of porn that's. <laughs> that's well, no, but, well, there is. Well, okay, well, well, there you is know, more action. If in you're porn. getting into seventies <laughs> porn, you're just being unfair no, because no, those no, were no, real no. movies compared to modern movies. <laughs> Axel Brand puts more work into his comic book heroes outfits than any company even marvel puts into theirs this movie could have been a porn parody and it would have been a shitty porn parody at that and then there would have been something for a linda segment there yeah yeah um, <laughs> the uh yeah okay so if we can get into it <clears throat> i want his clothes off clothes off um nope no clothes off. Okay. Are, are you are you sure uh, Weston House doesn't go uh, sticking things in his eye socket there and going, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm getting close. Oh, oh, boy. Well, that's nice. I really <laughs> wish he had kept that piece of peanut butter and jelly sandwich on his face the whole time. <laughs> and his friend doesn't know what a cookie jar is because in addition to running out of water, they ran out oh, of cookies. You guys, I have to share this. 
Sure. Okay, so I've been watching, I've been watching a docu series on Netflix about like uh, different, uh, like uh, trending uh, alternative medicine and alternative treatment. Oh god! Yeah. And one was on tantric sex as oh, medicine. Yeah. What's that supposed to cure? <laughs> the blues. They were talking about how they have to like move. Because apparently some people, the sex gets stuck and it needs to be moved. So The sex gets stuck? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You ain't moving no train, boy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Isn't this like some George Dillman type shit where they ain't even touching and it's all imaginary? (laughs) If you put your tongue in the wrong position, I can't get you off. I cannot. And, And don't do that thing with your toes. So there is this scene with like these these like people moving the sex apparently and you know everybody's making sex sounds <laughs> like and moaning and stuff moving. and I was I was telling my husband like where are the real people like you know that this isn't real because there would be at least one dude <laughs> one dude or one chick somebody there would be one person that would be yelling out stuff like yeah, buddy. <laughs> there was. This is why it was better when HBO had real sex, the series, yes. because they covered this, and there was a dude that looked like an ancient hippie. It's like, okay, we're gonna start doing the motion of the ocean move yes. with our body and start moaning rhythmically. And this one fucker is like, ah, ah. he sounded like a dying manatee on a beach. Oh god, damn it! <laughs> Dead manatee bureau. <laughs> the huge manatee bureau. Like Professor Snape said in Dogma, it's like sex is a joke. If you see some of the faces you people make during coitus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see? <laughs> so sorry. Yeah. That's why the huge manatee bureau is not a porno, unfortunately. Sorry. No, sorry. Um, no. Um, Dear Bunny! So, yeah. <laughs> Dear Bunny, remember when I was 17? <laughs> you just lay there and I'm going to flop around on you like a huge man. <laughs> <laughs> This is, again, far better than the fucking movie. The bureau, are you sure it's not in the Schiffer robe? (laughs) Yeah, this is really just a, it's the humanity bureau, like, uh, it's a piece of furniture. Yeah, there's the humanity (laughs) ottoman, you know, the humanity nightstand. It's a whole Humanity Chesterfield. Yeah. (laughs) I actually was a little curious because they didn't have to, they didn't actually tell us. What that family contributed exactly? Well, when they he keep was saying it's a farm, but there's no fucking crops. Yeah, they're farming so, mm-hmm. bullshit. There's it, nothing. So <laughs> you know, sometimes they're there's nothing. Lies. Luke Skywalker. Maybe it was just a ranch. <laughs> Why is it? Yeah. You notice in films like the ranch concept sort of doesn't exist. They just call it a farm, even though there's no crops. It's not a farm if there ain't crops, right? Isn't that what makes yeah. a farm a farm? Yeah, but I guess it's like not a ranch unless it's either uh, it either has livestock or uh, so it's just a it house. Cult. It's a house. Yeah, there's, it, no, there's nothing yeah, it's else. It's kind of like Kanye West saying that he has a horse ranch because that's where he wants to be for the rest of his life. Now it's like, okay, sure, it's a compound, but whatever. Yeah, yay, <laughs> nay. Like they could have showed some dead Speaking crops or something which, that might have you know I don't know. Don't you guys feel like it's time for us to start a cult? I mean, a club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm technically a science fiction writer and I'm a bit of a loser. So I'm already halfway there, I guess. Hey, now I just need to convince rich people that they got powers. (laughs) (sighs) Convinced they do. (laughs) No, no, no. Like they can levitate and shit, you know. And the reason they can is because they haven't donated enough money yet. I think we're good and drunk enough should we start getting into the reviews of this thing yeah yeah i was oh, gonna please. ask donnie did you did you find us any choice reviews 
There were a lot of two-word reviews, <laughs> and most of them started with F and the others with U. Oh. Um, yeah, there were not happy people with this, but I found actually a few reviews. Okay, let's, um, let's, let's hit it. Yeah. The acting was bad. The production was cheap. The story was lame. Fell asleep in the middle of the movie. I tried to watch it again, but it still sucks. That seems Do to have held sp- true for people here, too. <laughs> oh, God, yes. <clears throat> Do not spend money on this. It will eventually wind up being free. This well, is the worst. It was free for a while on Netflix, I think. Yeah, but not for us. Yeah, well, I'm one of the people who contributed to that $60,000 DVD gross, so. Oh, God, I'm going to say this. Now, it was, it was saran wrapped to another movie at Walmart, though, so it was in the $5 bin. True. The sound design was 1 out of 10. The story was 2 out of 10. There were a few sprinkles of good acting, but overall was 2 out of 10. Special effects were early 2000s quality (laughs) and poorly done, so 1 of 10 for that as well. The complete package overall, if I'm being really generous, I'd say 4 out of 10. But anyone that watches movies on the regular, this is a 2 out of 10 movie. And you would be better off skipping this. We also have another genius filmmaker. I think two out of ten is generous. It really was. Uh, This was horrible. So bad it's not even fun to make a drinking game out of. I know they were trying to make a point, but I'm not sure which side of the political spectrum this falls on. Because the writing, acting, and directing were all that bad. And my favoritest, absolutist, bestest thing, this movie is the worst. Lamest, most poorly done movie I've ever fast-forwarded through. (laughs) (laughs) Like you can fast-forward digitally, come on. (laughs) That sounds like science fiction. (laughs) Uh, Oh, so yeah. (laughs) Jesus wept. (laughs) <laughs> it is own hell well, child and quite unreachable how would well, you guys uh there's, like there's the bit rate. with the maggots in the kitchen i was thinking like man i wish i was watching yeah, hellraiser yeah. right now yeah. <laughs> sorry how how would we rate what how would you guys rate this like as as far rate as it? his worst movies i mean oh like how would oh where would you mm, place it no not even close not even close um what? No, I I would still watch this over again over Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. I would watch this over again mm. over Left Behind. I would definitely watch this Ugh. over again over over Inconceivable. Because the, the only thing we've got is a sporadic, annoying kid to deal with. The rest of it's all just bland. I will grant that talking about and listening to this means we don't have a 10-minute Harvey Keitel reaction scene. So this is good. But fucking inconceivable had budget. This had Mm -hmm. mental issues. No, what what inconceivable had was they had a cast in an expensive house that they borrowed from Warren Beatty. Yeah, and this one had somebody setting up a green screen in their mom's basement. I I think the only difference between the two movies is that this movie tried to do more, which only made it more obvious. It doesn't even look. That's the sad part. It doesn't even look like they tried to do more. Well, no, it's like it's 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 attempted scope, which they couldn't do. So so and yeah. even to the point God, you Mom, don't even have a just movie. Yes, <laughs> like, even when you have like this is like lichen colony style shit. <laughs> because even when you're not even using like green screen just for driving, but even in hotel rooms, and it's like very glaringly obvious. It's it's so painful and it hurts. Uh, and even our American hero, Jabba the truck driver, who was <laughs> spitting tobacco out like he was <laughs> living, it's like even that man making a patriotic sacrifice was fucking horrible. It's like he just decides, I'm gonna end it, guns his truck, and it's not even really gunning it's not even really racing it's like the safest mm-hmm. game of touch football done on a film don't forget and the, the guys uh, the musical crescendo uh from that because they keep playing amazing I, Grace. 
I oh god, I don't even remember anything of the music. I honestly yeah, no, thought this was the, just the same. Silent. The same song they do it is recital. They do it over again there, and it goes like but like it, how sweet the song. But it's oh. like even just the reaction from one eyed douche dick when their other truck gets hit by the American man's truck. They just kind of go oh, huh. And then just keep driving one on. One-eyed douche dick. <laughs> yes. One-eyed douche dick. I yeah, am not yeah, going uh, to call I, that man by I, his name. The guy who did the end credits song uh, called I've Done the Math, which sounds like an acoustical version of, this ain't no party. This ain't no this disco. Ain't no disco. This ain't no I movie. I no listen to the ending credits. <laughs> as soon as it said directed by, I was done, and I still kept oh. laughing because of the kid doing the jump off the pier. <laughs> I didn't understand anything else that was said after that. I just know that the resistance suddenly pulled to the side of the road because they decided, oh, hey, we have a Humanity Bureau guy that actually ran away because he didn't want to get killed and let the kid go, so they blew him away with a shotgun. Yeah, they killed the, the, the one Humanity Bureau guy who wasn't so much of a dick. <laughs> yeah, but I, I also think I really... God, I really am suffering some kind of a breakdown with this because I was watching most of this movie. I and think this is a cumulative a effect confusion. on you, though, because this is happening to you more and more. It, it really is because I'm starting to see where everything started going downhill. And I had to stop watching <laughs> you midway. Your life? <laughs> it, it almost did. Honestly, I'm like, why the hell did I agree to do this with you? And like, <laughs> I just started flashing all these scenes. I'm like, gosh, do you remember the days of like Birdie and the boy who blew? And yeah. It's like, gosh, those were good times. No, we're never going to get those again. Movie shot on film that went to theaters. We're, and we're yeah. directed by directors, written by writers, and acted uh, by actors. It's like I, I really had a mental mind fuck because I got like 40 minutes or so into this, and then I had a lapse because I thought we were supposed to watch Mom and Dad. The next movie he does, or the movie previously he did, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to start watching that. So imagine getting 40 minutes into a what the fuck am I watching and why sci-fi series rejected movie, and then going into something like Mom and Dad, where you have parents <laughs> slaughtering kids, and then you go back into this, and you're just kind of like, what the the fuck did I just do? It's like, did I just take some uppers when I should have taken some downers? Because, oh my god, my mind is just jelly. And then, and Sorry, then you were all recording like... recording these out of order. You were all like, wait a minute, wait a minute, is Sarah Lynn not murdering that kid with her keys because it's not a real son? Is that why? I, I, I just, <laughs> oh god, even that would have been, that would have made so much more sense if they just said, fuck it and killed the kid in this. <laughs> I just, I didn't care anything about him being... Cage's lost son. Even that, when well, I realized yeah, it it's, happened, it's hilarious and like, it's very expected for a Cage movie. I had like no Cage reaction movie. when they mentioned that, but then when it came up again, I'm like, "Huh, like that's right, he Wait, was." But are you saying that you could do without the scene where the kid needs to go take a shit? I could. All, <laughs> I actually thought of a better movie when he mentioned he had to go pee when a drone with a 20 millimeter fucking machine gun was above them. And he's like, I have to go pee. Like instantly. And I just immediately, I immediately <laughs> quoted Cujo. I'm like, well, stick it out the window. <laughs> okay, so that, th- that was for that. That was a major road trip fail for parents right there. Like, like, like you don't you don't have like an empty Seven Eleven cup or something back there. Come on now, <laughs> you got to yeah. be more resourceful. No wonder the Humanity Bureau was going to take your kid away. The kid Jeez. wanted to die. <laughs> he did. He really did He's like, not give a fuck. I need to go off alone and take a shit in this abandoned public yeah, bathroom that probably doesn't have running water. La, 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 la. I hear someone. a great shot. And yeah, he knows you can your eye with a BB gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That was so fucking hilarious when he shoots him with a BB gun. He's like, ow. Hey, <laughs> mister. Paper, extra <laughs> paper. So do you I feel... actually? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say ahead. this movie would have been hilariously entertaining if it turned into Crank, where when um, oh. Chuck Chalios is doing the finger guns and starts blowing actual holes in people. <laughs> if when the kid was chucking rocks at the guys, if it started blurs- bursting blood and guts out and they just started <laughs> dropping dead. <laughs> Oh and yeah! Like, oh my make, God. make make like that uh, like that Paul Bunyan movie with uh, with fucking uh, um, uh, uh, fucking Grizzly Adams in it, you know, with the really shitty fake yeah, yeah. CGI blood. 
the scene in uh, Spaced where they oh. have the, no, the yeah. really epic haircut. Slow <laughs> motion gun, gun fight. Yeah. Like, yeah. Tell me about a rodeo. <laughs> so what were you so, saying? Y'all feel ready to uh, move on to Adrian's special segment? Oh, 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 what's that segment called? <gasps> it's sequel. time for <laughs> sequel. Return. Return. Much more. harder. More. <laughs> I totally have Great job, one. everybody. By the way. <laughs> what do you have, sir? The permanent winter of the ecologically destroyed future is cold, but the Inhumanity Bureau is colder still. <laughs> Lucas, Jacob Davies, must stock the pitted dystopian Washington, D.C. with one mission, track down and destroy the final fiendish sin of the new American regime, the Inhumans. These mechanized murder mercenaries can look like you and me, but sometimes they look like some 3D animation that you could download for pretty cheap. Speaking of pretty cheap, DC is portrayed by an abandoned wig factory outside Edmonton. Possible appearances by Jeff Wincott and Don the Dragon Wilson. Oh, my. <laughs> see, I, see, I thought that shit through. Mm-hmm. Wow. And what about you, Donnie? <clears throat> this movie is called Sunchild. <laughs> <sighs> Neil Breen stars as yes. star child Noah Christ. I'm already Unkilled there. from the Humanity Bureau in his true celestial form, he travels across the Mojave Desert seeking the Tiger of Truth to lead him to Shangri-La, the research facility left behind by his future race of highly intellectual star beings to safely watch Earth grow and lead its people to a newfound peace and understanding. He must return to Shangri-La so he can travel back in time to stop the Humanity Bureau from ever happening in the first place and correct the path of humanity and life as we know it and as he has seen it. I have the power this of healing now. Production. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of it. this experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I have killed 7 million of the world's most wealthy, elite, and corrupt. This is what is happening in gas chambers across the U.S. <laughs> I shouldn't have been so evil in corporate. I exploited my workers. <laughs> and actually, I, because he's directing it, I kind of saw it going in a uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky way. Ooh. Where it's, at the end, it's not just the... Re- deleting of the humanity bureau it's the deleting of the humanity bureau movie he actually would burn the 35 millimeter print and digital prints of the film and that's when it would pan back and show you his camera and his drone controls it's and this is not reality Lucas. it's a film <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> leaves him with the village See there, it's like a holy mountain. Mountain of shit. Yeah, gold shit, son. <laughs> Mine isn't as exciting and well thought out as your, yours, but uh, oh. I mean, what's new? Uh, mine, mine, okay, so I, the only thing I actually somewhat enjoyed in this uh, and wanted more of was uh, Agent Porter. What's going on in his life? What's he up to? Uh And, you know, like when uh, Agent Westinghouse tells him that uh, he's you and I are on the wrong side of history. I'm thinking, like, how does he feel about that, though? So my thing is I I was very disappointed to see that the movie at the very end, for no apparent reason, implied that um, one of the revolutionists uh, killed Agent Porter. But uh, in my version, my sequel, it's it's going to be, uh, uh, it, I'm going to call it Agent Porter House. <laughs> uh, um, and it's going to be a, just a, a, like Agent Porter's day out. And that that's that. <laughs> like he decides, like, you know what? Maybe I am on the wrong side of history. And you know, this <laughs> this guy's a douchebag for uh swimming in this pool when everybody's a douche uh, dick nozzle. Does yeah, uh, a douche does dick Joe Mantegna yeah. put on costumes and follow him around? 
Yeah. <laughs> he says, you know what? This guy's a, a one-eyed douche dick. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when there's children out there, apparently Nicolas Cage's character watches children drink pee. Um, so, <laughs> you know, right. there's Agent the pee drinking thing. Oh, Jesus. Yes. That's why you peed. <laughs> so Agent Porter decides to be an agent of good now. And, uh, yeah, I want to see this. I want to see his reformation, his revolution. You know, this is a a, uh, tie-in to Army of One, because if all those people are drinking pee, they're going to need dialysis. Oh, God. (laughs) Well, yeah, like at one part, at one point, Nicolas Cage's character says that he's seen children drink their own urine. Okay, I'm glad you you brought that up, actually. Because if, if if like him and Hugh Dillon have that exchange, and he mentions the old man drinking piss, except they both had their emphasis wrong. Oh, you yeah. notice that because 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 uh, because the old because uh, Cage has it stressed as if it was the second time it was mentioned, even though it's the first. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, but uh, um, to, uh, Cage said about Rob or? W. King that uh, mm-hmm. that he has the style that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But. Though, but it's all broke. (laughs) So you were saying face off. (laughs) Are you sure he didn't just say if it's all broken, don't fix it? (laughs) Hey, nobody got time for that. It could be the making of was carefully edited. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, you you want to face this this beast off? Mm. Uh, yeah, I I think we can. Uh, Adrian. All right. Um. I did a 1976 version. Uh, mine is uh, written, directed by Ed Hunt, uh, starring William mm-hmm. Shatner, Aww. Lee Grant, and, and Michael Ironside as Westinghouse, naturally. Oh, yes. And uh, since we're going super Canadian, it's got songs by Neil Young. All right. Oh. Yep. <laughs> That's the way I went. Donnie Donwell. Nice. Um, I'm continuing my theme. So Noah Cross is Neil Breen. Rachel Weller mm-hmm. is Juliet Daniel. Lucas Weller oh. is <laughs> Philip Haldeman. And Adam Westinghouse is Tommy Wiseau. Because why not? Do you think because you can it take direction, sense? though? I don't really give a shit so much as we have Lisa playing Rachel mm-hmm, and Danny yeah. playing mm-hmm. Lucas. <laughs> because I would believe that would work and that he would really want to kill himself. <laughs> like, I'm going to put this bird up here on top of this cage. Like, don't go up there, Denny. I don't care anymore. Hey, Chris R. <laughs> Hi, Chris R. Oh, wait, I forgot I owe you money. <laughs> I was like, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> hey, Chris R., here's your bird. <laughs> Even, like, imagine that he shoots Tommy Wiseau with a pellet gun, and Tommy just goes, ah! Oh, <laughs> why? Why you hurt me? He's not why a kid, he's a monster. <laughs> he would have worn the fucking piece of bread as a fucking eye patch the rest of the movie if he had. <laughs> And then it switches one eye to the other. So yes, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Lamar. that's the only thing that was missing. Well, uh, for mine, as uh, mine's just a, a, a potpourri of uh, people I love because I, I didn't want to put too much thought into this because th- this movie doesn't merit much thought. It's already more thought than they put into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, mm. pretty much. Uh, so it's just people I love. Uh, as Noah, I have uh, Lawrence Larry Fishburne. Uh, Rachel, I have Catherine O'Hara, uh, Lucas, I have Miles Brown, uh, from, uh, from Blackish. And as Adam, uh, Westinghouse, I have, oh God, I fucking love him so much. Richard E. Grant. Oh. And, uh, director, writer, I have, uh, somebody I just discovered recently, uh, Jeremy Gardner, who made After Midnight. It's fucking amazing. If you did, haven't checked out After the Midnight, check it out. Did they let it all hang out? Yeah. No. No. But it's After Midnight. <laughs> Do they at least play a tambourine? Well, I'm going to wait till the midnight hour. Yeah. Let's see how things go. <laughs> so, uh, were you able to find any cagey wisdom? 
Uh, yeah. Um, when you when you're driving your space El Camino, be sure to fill the second gas tank. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. also, when you get to New Eden, just do us all a favor and write those letters because people are going to get the wrong ideas if you don't. And now to Eden, <laughs> Eat the fruit and throw away the rind. Wait, is this the song that we're going to be singing for our co- uh, club? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I thought we were uh, going to be singing, She's deceiving me. She cuts my <laughs> <She's> security. <laughs> <laughs> strangers because they're only there to do you harm i i don't know if if you have ambition go to film school and use every resource you can to have your movie made and if they show you this movie as what to do ask for your money back and go to a better (laughs) college (laughs) yeah Donnie's got to reprogram himself now. <laughs> um, my my wisdom is actually very very important, and it it is something that came up during uh, while my viewing of of this goddamn movie. Um, and it is Suicide Prevention Month, so uh, you know, in, in all seriousness, if you have any uh, dark thoughts, uh, you know, reach out to somebody. Uh, you're, you're you're not alone. God damn it, Donnie. Um, <laughs> don't listen to Donnie. He's just a he's just a one-eyed dick dog. Beep, boop, bleep, bleep. <laughs> um, my important message of wisdom from this movie is to practice self-care. Don't make yourself watch this movie sober. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, or, you know, just it, 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 you know, you don't have to drink to, to watch it. Just don't watch it just don't watch it you do have to drink though apparently linda no yeah i'm trying to Um, make everybody drink some brandy yeah yeah some of the sacramental wine we're on to you mister but also uh because you know i i was thinking because you know adrian and i we usually watch these movies over and over again like at least two three times um, to really prepare ourselves. But after the first viewing, I thought, no, Linda, it's time to take care of yourself for once. Don't don't make yourself do it. <laughs> like, there's more to life than, than this. <laughs> like, you have to take care of yourself. Because you can't expect somebody else no, to do it for you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Uh, and with that... Uh, I guess it's time to say please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts. And uh, it really, really helps us out immensely. It helps others to find us, uh, boosts us up in the the list. So uh, really, really, please, please, please do. And if you're one of the people who have already, thank you so much. We love you immensely. And uh, also check out our stuff on YouTube. It features that awesome Adrian art, uh, as well as our website. Our website has that awesome Adrian art as well. And uh, the awesome uh, stills from the movies. And uh, you can learn a little bit about us. Uh, Also, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cages kiss. You can help us fund our sky laser. And also, I mean, okay, think of it this way. We we watched this movie for you, so you don't have to. <laughs> is that is that not worth something? Um, also, for us this month of September, we uh, had a an awesome bonus Patreon patron saint only episode uh, where we went more into depth about the uh, story of USS Indianapolis uh, from Chomp Chomp. Yeah, Sharky Chomp Chomps. Uh, with uh, with Jane uh, Janerson of the Boston Janersons, uh, Esquire the Third, uh, MD, PhD, uh, and yeah. So it, for just a dollar a month, you could be listening to these awesome episodes, and you can get stickers, buttons, awesome shit, uh, just like that. Remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and Instagram and the Twitters, especially on Twitters at. Cages Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. 
Uh, check out my other shows. I've got so goddamn many now. Um, <laughs> Bedknobs and Broom Flicks, uh, where we cover witches in media and in history. And uh, the upcoming Golden Girls pod with Kristen from Coffincast, also the fourth cage. When Girls Were Golden. I am also still on Dispatches of Disassociation. And uh, I am also now in the uh, uh, Coyote's Bluff. So did I get everything? I think so. Oh God, I feel like I think you've heard yourself enough. Yes. Uh, oh. well, <laughs> I love you a long time. <laughs> Adrian, tell the people where you can be hoard. Ah, oh, my face hurts. Uh, you can find me. I'm Leo the Fox on DVNark.com. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'm on the Patreon, and come find me and give me money. Yeah, rest that pretty mouth of yours. Oh. Well, he's, you said, where is he whoring himself? And he said his face hurt, okay? I'm not going to say he was taking the Operation Face Pound. I wish it was from whoring. <laughs> Donnie, where can, um, what, what dark alley can these people find you? Behind the Arby's in Seattle, you know the one. <laughs> you're, not, you're not gluing our library books <laughs> together, Donnie. Alley. <laughs> Penis expose us. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me as Unreal Goals on Twitter, YouTube, and the Pornhub as the Boy Who Blew. I also am whoring myself on what is absolutely coming the end of this month, we hope, oh, on Wisdom in the Bottom. Nice. We're just reforming things a little bit. Oh. It is not lies. I mean, I could say I'm part of like five other podcasts and jerk myself <laughs> off, but I'm not. <laughs> because I'm making this short. <laughs> How did you know I was jerk? Oh. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? <laughs> Linda has <laughs> testicles. The truth comes out. <laughs> <laughs> just the one uh, oh, you'll be oh. hearing from us next week when we cover it's finally fucking happening you guys Mandy oh, which you can stream oh, for free on Shudder which we absolutely fucking love Shudder you know where we I are with uh, you can pay us um, you can find it on Shudder or Hoopla uh, I Hoopla, don't know about Hoopla. you guys, but I'm really fucking looking forward to it. So, yay, Mandy. Uh, yay, Panos Cosmodos. Pandas uh, are endangered. Till then, don't drink your own urine. <laughs> and the balcony is closed. I could eat a page for hours. Please. <laughs>